My name is Jack. All of that sweet change. Hasta la vista. Hello! Remember, the force will be with you. Always. Hello, what have we here? Scruffy looking nerfer! I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome back to another episode here at Fandom Rant Radio, where we're talking all things minions, NFTs, and crypto investing. Jack, how were your feelings about the downfall of NFTs? (laughs) Dog, I didn't do anything about NFTs. I didn't invest. I didn't have the time to research it. It was just... No board apes for you? It came and went. But, But you know what you did have time to research for? Watching Stranger Things. I did. Ooh, hey. And Emmy nominations. But for real, I am not hosting this episode because I recently died. I hosted the 99th episode, and just after that, the whole place got attacked. And I was trying to get some weapons out. (laughs) I got (laughs) shot in the back a few times. He's talking about 99 when his death scene. (laughs) The death of 99. Our Troopers episode, season three finale of... Jack, can you not take your meds today? (laughs) (laughs) He's having the flashbacks again. Put him back in the chair. He's like Bucky. Visions. We gotta mind wipe him. Homecoming. Great train. Yeah, so we're here to talk about all things crypto. (laughs) You're like, now is a good time to buy Jack. Actually, (laughs) crypto is only like 50 bucks a node. Dude, it's only $20 a node. Oh yeah, obviously we're talking about Stranger Things Season 4. We're a bit late on this. But you know what? We were really late on Kenobi, so we can still talk about this. It's still very relevant. Yeah, and then we also made a recent. Uh, all four of us made a recent discussion that you know what? Even if even if re- relevancy isn't going to be the thing we're going to try to hit on, because we've been wanting to talk about Stranger Things for a while. Yeah. And you know what? Trying to hit in our marks or everything is one of the reasons why we got so burnt out in the first place. So even if it's late talking about it, we still think it's a topic worth talking for, for at least the four of us. And if you guys want to listen to it and enjoy us, join us on this journey, then you know what? Thank you. Welcome to Bingeworthy. You're Wait. welcome. <laughs> You're welcome to join because we're doing this a little different. We're doing it our way. Yeah. We're doing yeah. it my way. Well, we always did it our way, but the difference is now is that we're not going to worry about like when... like things are releasing or like if we have to do this movie review at this time just so it can meet consistency and relevancy yeah we're just doing it on our own accord because you know what no we don't want we all we all four of us have different lives Mm -hmm. we just want to sit down and enjoy talking about the pod and not be stressed out this is a thing that we all four of us want to do to kind of like de-stress instead of becoming a stressor yeah which is one of the reasons what what you're saying is sorry to interrupt but what you're saying is is that we're we're not Elvis in the seventies. We're Elvis in the fifties right now. Yeah, we're still Elvis optimistic. In, yeah, we're still Seven optimistic. Fun. Well, it's because well, we, we were in Elvis. Yeah, yeah. And we were Elvis in the seventies, and then we just yeah. hit the time machine, and went back because you know, uh, like Ryan touched upon in the last episode, to where we burnt out because we were burnt out in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, we were burnt out in Vegas because we were trying to do too many things at the same time, 
and we were worrying about scheduling conflicts and all that. But you know what? Now Production we're just, deals. We're just going to do how it feels for us mm-hmm. and, you know, put out like content that we enjoy doing we may without get having to rush each other. 60% around tomatoes, but it's fine because we're having fun. Yeah, because we'll, we're happy about it. <laughs> and still a discussion to have. On, on all yeah. honesty, it was a really good season. It was a good season. Um, uh, I enjoyed it very much. Yeah, um, me too. Ryan's spazzing out <laughs> because I don't know why. We don't let him. And God, and God, I don't want to know. I'm just going insane. I saw Elvis recently, and that whole movie is a trip. I just was wiggling in my chair. Okay. Ooh, oh, ain't nothing but a but anyways, <laughs> welcome back to Fandom Rant. As we've shot. done three intros so far. No, no, we, we're like going now. Oh, okay. Yeah, Devin did no. the intro. Yeah, Devin did the intro. Before we hop into this, I think that what Stranger Things did this season was revolutionary. We've never really had a streaming service drop part one and a part two. Never been done before. It's because they didn't want to do it weekly like Disney Plus. I think that... And also semi-copying what they're doing. Because if that wasn't for Disney Plus, 100% they would have dropped it at once. You they, think? They were doing... 100%. They hmm. were doing that beforehand with other shows, just not They as did big. it with Ozark. Yeah, they did. Oh, they really? Like a part weekly. one, part They've two? They've been doing but that. Ozark oh, has never still mind. been during that Disney Plus area. That, they haven't... Know. You're right. They haven't done the part one, part two for a show before Disney Plus. Also, HBO... Max does the weekly thing as well. Yeah, they do. But that's mm-hmm. for their like big shows though, right? Like Euphoria. I think all of them are like really? that. Hmm. Even like yeah, the smaller Peacemaker ones. Was like that. Yeah, yeah Peacemaker was just a it wasn't probably put on the networks. It was just I guess Netflix brand face is just like, you know, we we release it all at once so you can binge. binge. Type of thing. Yeah, because they started that. Yeah. And then Disney Plus came along and actually the mandalorian kind of went back to that because that was the first big mainstream show that did the weekly thing all over again and i like and everybody loved that and then disney plus continued to do that and then then you saw hbo max netflix kind of do it because they do part one part two which i think is kind of because they're still sticking with their guns and you're binging it out but you're not doing it all at once so there's still there's still stuff to look forward to yeah and i think yeah pretty smart about how they did with stranger things yeah because for one it kept in loop us talking about it more yeah and for one it let them finish the final episode like it gave them time to finish the final two episodes (laughs) gave them time to finish it but also allowed fans to experience it all at once and and talk about it all at once because of course there's people that are gonna like blow through it in the first day and there's others that are going to take weeks to finish the first, yeah. you know, eight episodes. And you know what's something that I was actually very surprised about with this season of Stranger Things is they had such long episodes, mm-hmm. but still somehow managed to keep you in the entire time. Like all, I think, what's mm-hmm. it like eight hours? Ryan's Not even say more. No, ten, I already know it, but ten, at least for me, I agree with ten, you. Ten and a half for me. Ten, like it was probably altogether ten and a half hours of content. Yeah. Like with the yeah, whole season did, yeah easily because i think each an episode, episode was, was over an hour and then the final episode was two and a half hours that was, that was a whole so that's a whole it, movie so it's just that whole it, it was it just kept it kept me more enjoyed than i thought i was though there were some times where i definitely felt the runtime yeah uh i was playing playing trying to watch stranger things late in the game like i was trying i was kind of rushing it and then like i was watching season i was watching episode seven Literally the day before episode episode um or episode six before episode seven and eight came out, and I was like, yeah, it was like oh, one wait, o'clock no. in the morning. You're watching episode seven before yeah. eight and nine. Came yeah, out. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And I I was on episode seven, and it was like one o'clock in the morning. I still had like 
45 minutes to go. I was like, geez. Yeah. I mean, with a big show like this, I haven't really had an experience where it's that much runtime and I've been that much engaged for a very long time. That's a good point. There was actually a lot of really great I disagree, parts. But, but I, I, no, I like I the longer. You have a loophole there, Ryan. I like the longer say. run times because it kind of keeps you engaged the entire episode because uh-huh. most TV episodes do have like a flow to them and you know when it's going to end. But with these longer episodes, you're kind of like the, the last 20 minutes are a little bit more unexpected mm-hmm. and you're like, you don't know exactly how they're going to end each episode because it's it's just different. Yeah, different. It's a different style. Yeah, I think what Stranger Things has done is pretty extraordinary because, as a lot of people know, Stranger Things was originally supposed to be an all new cast each new season with a totally different plot. Yeah, but the cast of season one and the storyline just caught on so well. They're like, shoot, let's do another. Let's do season two, which even built built on those characters even more. Yeah, Um, that was a smart move, and they've. With season four, they were able to tie in a lot of this really cool stuff with Vecna, number one, being attached to all of this since the very beginning and a story that makes sense, which I will give them my thumbs up for that. I think that's pretty impressive, not having a set vision, but being able to make it feel like Mm -hmm. since day one with the Demogorgon and the disappearing of Will Byers, this feels like it has been, you know, leading up to this moment. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. I will say favorite part about the season is showing the upside down a lot. Season three, we only got a shot of the upside down once when Billy got, you know, had had his uh, foresight. In oh, there. dude, that was a huge gripe of yours for season huge. three, and we actually talked we were, about this a lot. And we, I was thinking, dude, what if they're like really saving it for the last two seasons? It's gonna be yeah, like mostly yeah. the upside down. Yeah, because season three, a huge gripe of mine was you never go there. It was just a lot of nostalgia writing. The Russian thing was really annoying. Yeah. Which actually they hint at a lot in season two, which I'm rewatching currently. They hint out Russians knowing about the upside down. Well, it's very it's Cold War era. Yeah, 80s. Um, 80s. Yeah. But overall, I I thought it was a good season. I do have gripes about the runtime. Um, right. Well, we were talking about the runtime. What are your gripes about the runtime? I just feel like a lot of the the Russian plot definitely very much feels like, you know, season three, they know that they kind of made a mistake with this and are trying to erase it slash make it interesting. Um, Also, how did a demigorgon get into Russia? Well, it's well, they've been mining. They've been doing their own experiments. Did they bring the demigorgons over from Hawkins, Indiana to Russia, like traffic them? Yeah. How did well, they're. They had a portal in Russia, didn't they? And that's what. No, nope. I had that exact. We talked same, to Evan about this. I was, I oh. was a hundred percent, and they Let's actually clarify. were right. Yeah. Let's clarify. When Hopper died, a lot of people thought, "Oh, he just jumped in the portal and went to Russia, right?" Yeah. Yeah. The portal opens up the upside down. It doesn't open a doorway to Russia. Yeah. There's no gate on the other the side. It was only in Hawkins. Hawkins. The Russians were in Hawkins because of the connection to the upside wait, down. how did Hopper get to... I know, I was like, wait, he what? He falls at the bottom. And you see that and, at the beginning yeah. of uh, He doesn't actually go into the portal. Four. He just falls to the ground. And then the Russians oh. obviously were in there and probably like abducted him and took him to Russia. So I'm assuming they, they found... When they were doing that, they journeyed into the upside down, captured Demogorgons, because I don't know, yeah. I guess. Okay, Ryan, I think that's that's a really good thing to bring up and establish because i think a lot of people may have missed that i i missed that i missed I that missed i that. thought he went into the portal that's what and i thought then he ended up in russia mm-hmm. but that actually isn't at all how the upside down works because it's a complete mirrored universe mm-hmm. everything is a mirror thing so it wouldn't make any sense for him to go mm-hmm. in this gate 
well, and end up in Russia. He would just end up in, in the Hawkins version of... Right. I mean, that's what we all thought because mm-hmm. season three ends with him like looking at her and then looking at the portal and then it explodes and you're like, oh, did he just die? And then like a month later, they drop a teaser of him mining in Russia. And you're like, oh, he must have hopped into the portal and then landed in Russia or something. Dang. Yeah. No, because I, I was convinced. I was like 100%. And then we mm-hmm. went back and we actually watched the scene, which I completely forgot. They do show he's like he's like on a platform right behind that huge generator that exploded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you just like assume that Dang. he just got sucked in. That's crazy. But let's talk about storylines. I think that's a good thing to do because one thing Stranger Things is amazing at, you know, it's it's music, it's original soundtrack. Nostalgia. Nostalgia. It's about, you know, scene transitions. Dude. The best thing. Best transitions in, in oh, like amazing. television. Best thing they do. The splitted storylines. Yes. Separate. separate Parallel storylines. Yes. Yeah. Separate storylines that converge in the end. It's always so sad. It's like a Tarantino film. Yeah. 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 That's the thing that Duffer Brothers do really well. They take inspiration from a lot of things. That was like the whole thing of like the original concept of the show is to be like a culmination of, I remember them, I saw an interview where they're talking about this. It's like a, it's like Jaws. It's like alien. It's, it's familiar, but yet new. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is so cool because Demogorgon is obviously a mimic of like the Xenomorph from Alien. Yeah. yeah, but it's like similar like Jaws, where you don't really see the creature that much till like the very end. But they also they um they use things in popular culture and they pull them in as inspiration for character design. Oh yeah, and I was just like reading through this article here, um, and there's like a bunch of different inspirations that I never even caught, but it's actually great. It's like, um, Jason, Orgies. the Jason. Who is like the the bro, the basketball bro? Oh, you mean oh, want to yeah. be Larry Bird? The, yeah, want to be Larry Bird. Oh, God. His hair design was based on Tom Cruise's look in Risky Business. Oh wow, it's actually hilarious. That's cool. And I recently watched it oh, for the very cool. first time, and my goodness, does Stephen King's It novel and the movie adaptation take huge inspiration from Stranger Things? Not the other way around. They Ryan's, copy a lot from Stranger Ryan's Things. Ryan's trying to hit this one. Oh, this hail in you the know head. what? Actually, the movie. Okay, the movie. Yes. Oh wait, are you the talking about the movie? I agree joke, because they literally even land? take Mike from Stranger Things and put him in. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was making a joke that you know Stephen King copied Stranger Things. Just Ryan, just say what you're trying to say. Okay, Stranger Things takes massive inspiration from it. No question, especially oh, the novel? season four. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, the design of the Demogorgon. The it creature's face opens up like this, kind of like like a whale shark or something, similarly to the Demogorgon. Um, is it true? It is true. That's yeah, how it's depicted in the novel. Yeah. Um, you know, the it story is a kid missing and them trying to find him, but find a mysterious, you know, yeah, it's Georgie. supernatural threat. Well, that's, um, good. that's a good one. And then it's also, you know, they, there's a, it's a kid group. Um, kid, uh, yeah, yeah, a kid dynamic. Dog, why haven't we talked about this earlier? Because we like, didn't pick this up. Season one is really the <laughs> well, one. That- <laughs> well, no, actually, season we, four we takes huge that. inspiration from it. Main main reason being, you know how the haunted house in I mean, I know haunted houses are a big common theme, but haunted house in Stranger Things, yeah. we know where Vecna lives and his upside down version. Uh-huh. There is yeah. there is a house like that where all the sewers converge in it. Where he yeah. lives, yeah, yeah, um, 
Yeah, which uh, which I want to say about season four's theme was very the slasher horror villain, which we never really mm-hmm. had before because it was always it was always the monster. Like, yeah, obviously season one's Demogorgon oh. is like is like the alien, you know, Finally. the monster, and then you know season two is like aliens. It's not one xenomorph; it's a whole bunch. Yeah, fight. Uh-huh. and then there's other things there. Mm-hmm. Season three is like the invasion of the, the body, body snatchers. snatchers. Yomi which is oh. also very campy, which is like kind of the same tone as three. And this is the slasher horror villain like Freddy Krueger, which is funny. In fact, that they specifically hired um, what's his name in the show? The guy that that he he cut out his eyes and his oh. family died. Vecna's dad. Yeah. that's the guy who plays Freddy Krueger. In which oh, Freddy wow. Krueger does, in, in does basically the same deal. He gets into someone's head through their dreams. And then eventually kills them in that dream. Yeah, mm. takes their greatest fears. But even like physical inspiration for yeah Vecna. Oh like, yeah, like even the claw. The that cl- one oh yeah, huge the claw. Yeah. One huge what he does is like very Freddy Krueger like. And since we're on Vecna, I will say, you know how relieved I was that Stranger Things finally has like a damn good villain, like a legitimate villain. Like there's always been a monster, not a monster, there's, a there's villain, like a villain, like a like a. Strong You're happy villain. about that? Yes, I'm very. The villain happy talks about back. That. Interesting. I don't like that. You really don't like that? Really? I I, I love that. There's like, I loved it. I love that. There's finally someone who can actually like match body. See, that's yeah. That's, I love the uh, the loop around. That's interesting because I find that cheesy and not as you know compelling for me. I love Stranger Things in season one, two, and I guess three if you count it. Because it's this supernatural threat that you have no idea about. There are no motives. It's just this almost like hell that you just, it's just bleeding into our world. And that's the conflict. It has no motive. It's just evil. I love that. But I do understand as you're building a story, you do need a strong antagonist. You yeah. do need motives. Especially so I get that. I just feel like I, like I want to conquer the world because I'm a superior species. I just think that's really corny I get and that, cheesy. Yeah, I get that motivation. Maybe not the greatest, but I just don't like that. I think no, I I'm with you guys. But I do get I that like, they need it. I, I like do, I having definitely the execution and how they did it was really cool. Yeah, and, and how it just ties so perfectly, honestly, with to the first season, and it makes sense because you always just think, well, especially even like last season, like Billy's talking to her through like the mind flare, and you're always like, why are they so obsessed with L? And you're yeah. just thinking because she's the only one who's opening yeah. and closing this this damn gate. Yeah. So you thought that was the only reason. Yeah. I like that there's a little, there's an actual whole story behind it, and it's just so dope to have, you know, the the super villain for once that can be on par with, with L, L, which yeah. I think is so cool. I yeah. like it. Yeah, I do like it. Because Elle's always there to save the day, and now yeah. and now there's like someone who's like as strong or not stronger than Elle. Oh yeah, and like mm-hmm. as like nasty as it gets, and like yeah. hit yeah. like just disgusting. Um, yeah, very good points, guys. Very good points. Let's talk about um some characters. You guys want to talk about Eddie? Well, ah, we're jumping that gun. I love Eddie. Well, yeah, he's so good. When, before, you before we your favorite storylines well, first. Well, before we get to like character, actually, you know what? I do agree with Ron. I think characters are a good thing to start talking about, but sure. I don't want to get to Eddie because that. Like, those are some of my favorite things, though. Yeah, that's. I I would say. Uh, what was your guys' favorite storyline of the group? Oh yeah, favorite storyline is always the kids and Hawkins. It will always be that for me. Yeah, you know what? You agree. know what? I do say the kids and Hawkins. Though I, I will tell you this. I what I was happy, happiest the most with 
was how everything got resolved in Russia. I think at the last season. I think. Oh yeah. wow! Oh, wow. At the well, final season, at the with season Russia finale. and L story, they're both extremely boring, and that's when I say so oh, runtime. Come on, L story. Whoa! Yes, L story I, I is extremely rich. boring until it's not. No. I don't. I don't agree with you on that. I, that I, was actually my favorite storyline. I would say really? Mike yes. and Will, and that was oh, the least that one was pretty bad. Yeah, with uh, they were just like trying friend. to find Eleven yeah. the entire. Yeah. No, that Seriously. one. That one's that and one's really bad. See, I just uh, felt like Eleven's was interesting, but you're in this limbo area for too long, and I'm just like, what's I the kinda, point? You know, no, you know, dude, she's she's Ryan, facing her demons, <clears throat> and Brenner's back, and it's like, yeah, this no, is no, no. I, I actually actually Ryan, I, I do that, agree Jack. with you. Like when I first started off, like with the story with Eleven, it was like I like her trying to get her powers back, which I understand why they're doing it because they really can't had a good build up. The group really can't do shit without Eleven. <laughs> Yeah. Let's just be honest. And no, not gonna can. lie, I didn't really like it or get it at first, but the more it started going on, the more I liked it. So Ryan, I do agree with your point. I, I do think it, it wasn't fair. I don't think it yeah. was as interesting till it got more interesting, but then it also that also involved a lot of other things coming in line. Mm-hmm. We had to learn more about Vecna, we had to learn more mm-hmm. about the house. So it was like it was honestly everything I will another big compliment I will give the show. I, I think everything all the storylines really did did Which a I nice loved. job converging with each other. Yes. It was it was very needed. Like yeah. the story storyline did kind of drag a bit in scenes, but I did like it did add more weight to her background. Yeah. And what she went through. And in the end had a very satisfying connection to you know the main storyline with Vecna, which mm-hmm. is if it didn't have that, I, I will, wouldn't like it. I would have not liked it at all. I'll be like, this is <sighs> taking way too well, long to get our powers I will, back. I will say this: you guys know me in exposition and how I'm oh. not a big fan on how major like big story moments happen with someone basically explaining what happened. You know, with Vecna, a lot That's of that fair. happened. That's fair. Just get through it. But <laughs> like, yeah, do do your thing. <laughs> I get that it's I get that it's needed because you're trying to build this story and it's got to get somewhere. But I will say I just I love. What are you doing under the table? Don't worry about I it. I just love Stranger Things when they don't explain anything and you have to theorize. You're wondering. Um, I I love that. You like where this season exponentially. You, you it's like just like everything's handed to you on a silver. Excuse me. Everything is handed to you on a silver platter explaining everything and to me that's not how stranger things was in the beginning it i was do you know you there they're fig- it was extremely vague extremely like open and like i like they're explaining it but i'm like i don't even know if that's true because they're just kids understanding this and they're re- re- referencing D D. so like Wait, so it's awesome all, that's always so do you not your, like do you not like that scene where they're like math teacher or science teachers explaining how like oh no split realities work? Oh no, I love I love that parallel to the acrobat. I love that because it's not actually monologuing. I went to the upside down and was lost and exploring. It was just a theory about it's, what yeah, this I guess could it's a creative be. Way of- it's a creative way of kind of explaining what this could be, but you don't even know. That's fair. I, I, so that, it's, not really, that's fair. it's not really exposition. I do understand because I, I do agree that yeah. the, the mystery aspects, especially to a show like this, is so interesting because there's so much you can just think about, make your own theories. But I also know at the end of the day, you're going to always want answers 
And I yep. think that with any series I've seen, like yeah. Lost, which is very based off of like what you don't know what's going on, and it's about the mystery of it, eventually they're going to reveal answers. And at least actually mm, better than Lost, they do it in a very smart, connected way, which is very, very difficult to do. That is true. Yeah. I could see I how... I don't see many things do that. Yeah. I can see how people could lose interest. And yeah. It, it, it's, just, it's just the thing with Stranger Things. The more the more it goes along, I think they're going to... They had to do something like this. Yeah, yes. This is on four. Yes. Yeah. No, they, absolutely. They because... had to do something like this because you can't go on like... Well, I guess to go on the story narratively, like if it was just the one season, I think you you can honestly get away with that. But since this thing keeps happening over and over and over again, mm-hmm. you have to make yes, you have to make an explanation. Yeah, yeah. especially you have to have an explanation. Yeah, season one works, season two works, but honestly, season three is where it gets weak because it's them just beefing Doing up the same thing. It's over like again. oh, bigger monster. What's season yeah, four going to be? Bigger monster. Yeah, like yeah, that's that's literally what mm. Force Awakens was to A New Hope and. The same exact like same beats. The same exact conflict, and the kind of conflict, isn't interesting. So I think doing Vecna was a brilliant idea, and I think like introducing him in this season rather than the last season oh. makes it even better. Yeah, because, you know they it's going to be like even more me. climactic the way that this all ends. And so I think I think that'd be actually a good uh, like pivot point into like season five. Like yeah. season five is such like, a great season setup five, right now. It does. It's it's fantastic. They, there's so much they can do, and that that really should be the final. It needs to be. Well, they, yeah. they said it was. It's going to be two. So I believe the Duffer. At least I believe the Duffer brothers for that. Because they'll probably oh, have wait. spinoff things. That yeah, they're they're oh, they already did announce a spinoff. A spinoff. Oh, yeah. and that's something we probably should probably should have mentioned in the beginning. Now Duffer brothers have their own production company called the Upside, Upside Down, Down Productions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, fantastic where they will be having stranger things spinoffs which i wonder what type of stories those will be i think that's what what you were saying before you know the original idea with stranger things was to have a new cast every season mm. that's probably where this is going to yeah they're gonna explore something completely different yeah yeah it's an incredible world like that yeah. is There's my so favorite much they can still do oh yeah that is my favorite part about season four is the world building that took place like the scene where um one shows up and he's walking around and he sees like the demo dog kind of like crawling up the mountain and he sees the hive mind in the sky and he's like trying to take in all of this i think it's it's really fascinating because there's still a lot of questions i still have too even with this oh yeah this is kind of leads just like they did explain still so much which i think was needed especially like you said it's just going to be the bigger monster all over it. You can only do that so many times. I would have been pissed. I would have hated it if they would have took that route. They needed an actual villain, and they needed to give um, answers to like this entire mystery of the Upside Down. But yeah. even then, I still have a ton of questions about the Upside Down. There's still a lot of things I still want resolved or at least explained to in I've- that final season. Yeah, I feel like they kind of explained it though. How it's kind of basically hell. Like well, it's been no, there before. What, what are your what are your well, questions? my thing? Like I remember when I was talking about the. It still doesn't make sense to me why the structures are there from that world, but when Vecna is like explaining how he went to a completely different dimension, didn't look like it was populated by humans at all. So did he somehow 
you know, find a way to control the Mind Flare. Mind Flare was him all along. That's been confirmed. We know that. And through that, did he take over another world? Because they still left it. Oh. I'm still confused because yeah. when Nancy looks in the, the diary or whatever, it shows the exact date that Will went missing. So did these structures just, is this a mirror universe right. completely where it just copied the structures and not the people? Or did he take over a world and he fought a different 11? That's another. There's yeah. still a lot of things I'm still confused on. conquer a different yeah, world? That, that was something that I did not like. Wherein she says, when you find out that it hasn't changed since he left, because that just leaves so many plot holes. That leaves a lot of questions. It, so does, many plot it holes. does leave a lot of questions. Like, why isn't it ever growing? Or and like, isn't it where did evolving? they go? I don't mean to go back to that scene just, with uh, the famous lights on the wall, but if she paints the letters for Will to touch and show shine the light to, if it hasn't changed since he disappeared, the letters wouldn't be there. So how would he know to communicate? Well, no, well, like, like, like it's going off the light bright thing because they didn't have a light bright. They just used the little energy output at the same time. I mean, it's the same thing they did with the bulbs. I mean, they just kind of shut up. Just let's talk about season four. Okay, yeah, let's talk about this. Yeah, I think there's a lot of confusion there, and Fudge. it's it's left unresolved. Fudge. So I don't feel like it's yeah. necessarily a plot hole. Like, haha, they fucked up. Ah, uh, oh, Phil sticks. One thing uh, I had, sticks. or unless you want to go on about him being in the upside down with no structures formed yet, mm-hmm. I had a theory that she sent him to the beginning of time in the upside down, and he's lived through it until now. That would be a good explanation for why there weren't structures back in the day, because it kind of looked like dinosaurs might be roaming. It just looked like know. a different, like, because they're like aliens. Yeah, because if it's true, then um, he would have just ended up on that other side. On the other side of that that facility. mirror, yeah. He would have just ended up in a, in a Hawkins, yeah, yeah. But like, he constructed it. Unless there's something well, else at play in the upside down, because if it truly is another universe. <laughs> And like we understand it as it's parallel to ours, then it's huge. The upside down is endless. Right. Then there's another theory that the upside down is just Vecna's imagination. What are you guys saying? We're trying to subtly implant um, Inception into our audience's minds about Among Us by whispering Among Us terms. <laughs> While you guys are having a really great, I love your stuff, but <laughs> we're really trying to inject Among Us in this. You jerks. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, See, it's working. Some, you some have a that I had. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That there's a scene when he's explaining about the upside down and how he first went there where he's drawing the mind flare. Mm-hmm. Clearly see him draw it as a kid before he even goes to the yeah, upside his, down. Yeah. So oh. how, how did he... That's my question. Like, how, how did he know that that exists? Did he have visions of the upside down? No, no. Or... He he like just took a hold of it and that was the form in which he created it in. He created the mind flare. Yeah. Oh, that, he that created little, the mind flare? That hive mind, you know, the floating, you know, Marcus. the mind flare, the the shadow monster. Yeah. He made it into the form he wanted and that was the thing he drew as a kid. Oh, so that he was his created, vision oh, as he created the mind flare. Yeah. Yeah, it him. says like the part of oh, that. Oh, I thought it like he saw it and was like going to touch it or whatever. No, no, but no. no. He creating it. it. Yeah. And made it into his own, and that was the shape he wanted, which resembles oh, like spider, a spider, yeah. which he's obsessed with spiders. That explains a lot. Okay, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't that catch probably, that until real life. probably clarifies recently. it for some listeners as well. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, guys, what what else do we want to do here on this episode? Do we want to talk? I feel like we barely got into best parts. Yeah, we'll just go best parts. Ooh, or, let's just go to best parts. Why not? Yeah, we can just talk about best parts. Demi Gorgon versus Hopper. 
How's Oof. your favorite, Ryan? Top tier part. Top that tier was scene. great. Decapitating that. I mean, th- dude, that Demogorgon was teased for so long. Mm-hmm. Literally three years in the tease in the teasing since the end of season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was an end scene. Um, I love that. Yeah, though. it was a little build up. Oh, yeah. oh dude, it it's was like oh, that's the that's the classic monster coming back. Did you guys yeah. see that thing I sent us in our group chat? How that sword I think was it you. was a replica of the <laughs> the Conan sword. Wait, is it really? Oh, yeah, no, I did see that. Did you see that? <laughs> that was actually really cool. It was like a replica of the Conan sword, like implying that, I don't know, either like they maybe collected it after yeah. filming or what? The Russians are behind <laughs> Conan the Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> I will it say. It would make sense. Good They're theory. just going around like Indiana Jones and collecting Film artifacts. I will say that, that I think since we're watching season one and two, Wait, there are favorite parts. Yeah, favorite parts. I'm getting to it. There are a lot of characters that have kind of gone down the drain i feel like jonathan byers is one of them okay this is um, these are negatives this is bring, <laughs> but this is bringing me to one of my favorite parts his encounter with will when he basically says i'm here for you bro mm. that was a scene that just brought me back to season one and two where it's just jonathan's Loki. desperate attempt to save his brother be with his brother and make yeah. him happy Loki, that did maybe remind that, that. kind of kind of gave me a tear sometimes, that gave me a tear sometimes we forget jonathan was the strongest part of season one bro like yeah, okay. one of the strongest parts definitely and yeah that, that scene actually made me tear up and especially when will it kind of not really but a little bit comes out in the in the bus ride thirsting for mike, mike. yeah <laughs> well let's not touch on that because i i don't know if that's what it is it definitely is it is, i'm actually looking I'm at not in, i'm not in denial but like <laughs> if that I, I think it would be great but i Dude, that cap, uh, that cap, scene was so emotional. No, I think the scene, the scene we're talking about is where Mike or uh, Mike and Will are in the back of the bus driving, and he's like affirming Will well, or he Mike. Gives him, he gives him the painting. He gives him the yeah. painting. He gives him the, the painting. He's affirming that we we'll always need enough. you. Yeah, it's enough to know. It's, it's but he's saying like I need you really. You yeah. know, there was a thing that also definitely confirms it for me is that you know how L made a project right, and it was about Hopper. People were asking, like, oh, what was Will's? What was Will's? And they revealed that Will's... Uh, Alan Turing, yeah. who is the man who revolutionized computer science, and he but was, was discriminated against because he was it. gay. Yep, there you go. And he eventually killed himself. Oh, oh wow. Um, Whoa! <laughs> Good reference. Good yeah, I literally reference. had that pulled up. Oh, Thanks, well, Devin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you probably could have said it better. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but anyway, Jack, you're wrong. People. He's... these he, He's definitely. He definitely is. He's definitely is. Definitely it is. would be the most powerful uh, storyline they could tell with what they've been teasing with Will. I uh, think at least they're doing something because I, I will say this about Will. I think they've been doing. This is like the best <laughs> Will's ever been besides wait. being in danger. Oh, you mean healthy? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, 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 like, no, him, no, him not him, getting screwed every time. Is no, what you're but saying? him as a character, because honestly, really? yes, because his from what really, done really don't think you really don't think it is. So he was amazing season two with the mind flare. God, that performance is amazing. But I still, I, but but him is well, like yeah. going character in a journey instead of well, him we're being talking in danger. To, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. talking like Will as he a as on. a character, like himself, not being controlled by a mind flare or stuck in the upside down like he's gone through a lot so they're now mm-hmm. exploring like who who is will outside of 
all of this yeah. trauma and danger. I guess like, that's true. No, you guys I, don't I, think that I agree. Him having to deal with people making fun of him for being dead, but then back alive in season two wasn't showing. Who well, he was I, well, I think it was all part of the trauma. Like Will has just always been associated with, with trauma, with the, trauma. His, that's, and, like, that's a fair point. Because his that's character happened. is mainly interesting because he was the he was the catalyst for the season one. You know, being the the guy they look for yeah. and him always being just always screwed over every time like he's just always the guy who's like oh man will can't get a break and you know in four seasons he still doesn't get a break because he literally still has this damn haircut for four <laughs> seasons <laughs> they the hate end. him like he just <laughs> cannot we can't had, win we had a uh, me ryan and Devin had a running joke when we were watching uh, the first few episodes of Stranger Things here, is that Will's telling everyone the right answer and what they should do, but they just won't listen to him because of that damn haircut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he can't be heard with that he haircut. He has the answers. He has the answers, but, but he's like, won't he, listen. Yeah, but he just has that damn haircut. And, but honestly, but one of the things, the reason why I'm talking about Will is because one of my biggest gripes with season three is that he's used for the the um mind flare spidey sense they didn't do anything with his character in season three I, oh, the only that thing they like, did is that he's missing D. yeah that's pretty that's, that was about it that yeah that was about it like, that was weak they did, really didn't know what to do with him yeah, but this same, season they they have been also they didn't I, also same thing with i will say with lucas and i think lucas has really been really good this season yo i, I he was great he might yeah. honestly he beats mike for me well, and Dustin, I actually think Lucas was my favorite kid this season. I actually, I agree with you, Jack. Yeah. I agree with you, especially with what he did in the last episode. Yeah, no, I, oh, a hundred percent. Aside from Dustin always being my, being my favorite kid, it's Lucas, Lucas definitely Lucas, took the cake this season. Yeah. So I, I, I do think Lucas, Lucas and Will did a really, especially did a really good job. I think every one of the kids always does great, especially yeah. Dustin. But to and to anyone to put on the limelight, yeah. I would say those well, two. Well, I think it really sets up Will for next season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sorry. Like I'll, he already's getting the the tingles. I dude, on his that neck. was such a great callback. I got the. I honestly got the chills during that. I thought I was like, oh, that's so cool. Leave it off like yeah. that. Going back to the roots, him getting the chills. And it's like <laughs> he just went on this whole trip, and now he's got to go back to Hawkins. He loves yeah. it in California. And getting man. screwed again. Yeah, uh, Will's that was done. Cool. No, Will's, but that was Will's dead. That's cool that you know that conversation because it did kind of remind me. I'm like, oh yeah, they do have a dynamic. I've kind of like honestly watching yeah. the season. I kind of almost forgot about Jonathan and Will for a moment because I was like so caught up in everybody else's. Yeah. And I'm like, oh wow, the entire first season that was his whole thing and second season. And too. I thought I was like, oh yeah, that's I did. I do think that was one of the best moments. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Eddie. Oh my gosh! We're not even done with favorite moments yet, Jack. What's your? Oh, well, sorry. I just feel like we're. I think there is a lot of positivity around all of us. Yeah. With this let's season, talk about Eddie. I will say, like, let's I talk will about Eddie. Eddie, fantastic Bef- character. Before, but before we get to Eddie, because I have a lot to say about Eddie, I will say one thing. <laughs> uh-huh. The one thing that stuck out to me Dojo the most Cat that I loved, <laughs> I loved about uh, one of my my favorite character moment, just in general, or favorite moment. Let's get this really yeah, quick. Says, is when uh, Eleven sent uh vecna henry one into the upside down i was literally uh it was 1 30 in the morning and then she had her like you know 11 always has her 11 moment like a really hyped up moment yeah but this one particularly i don't know why i loved so much literally i woke up my girlfriend who was sleeping right next to me i was like like let's go at 1 30 in the morning when she did that to henry she, made, she just opened a portal <laughs> gate to a different dimension Dude, it is in, yeah, that was awesome yeah. yeah so 11 be 11 and it's, it was awesome 
And now we can talk about Eddie because Eddie's probably one of the best oh things. Oh yeah, I knew, I knew that was gonna happen though because I remember seeing the the thing where he does like this with the D and D table. The yeah. Duffer Brothers posted that like seven months ago, and they said this character Eddie or whatever is gonna be one of your faves. Yeah, he, they did. Yeah. He did yeah. hint at I'm him. I'm like, oh, yeah, those could be bastards. Yeah, <laughs> that is one yeah, thing. Sucked. That is one good thing they do. They're great at introducing characters that are lovable. And then kill off in that season. What? That you just have attachment to. He's talking about Barb. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm totally care about Bob, <laughs> Billy, Bob, Billy. Yeah, Bob, Billy, and then now Eddie. BBE. Which I personally think that's a cop out for not having to kill off anyone in the original cast. Oh, yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, okay, hang on. This is a huge discussion. We need to we need to table that. Okay, I'll let's table talk it. about yeah, Eddie and his character. Yeah, because I have I have thoughts on that too. Yeah, but. to be honest, I I will say I I think dude, I loved Eddie. I loved Eddie he so was much. Great. I think honestly, he was probably my favorite character out of this whole season. He had he had, he was like a mentor for Dustin besides Steve. Mm-hmm. I he honestly took Steve's spots this season. Oh, that's a gripe I have. Which yeah, is what I Steve thought. was not good this season. Yeah. But but like it was just I think he just did an amazing. I, it was just a, such a great original character, and so funny and relatable. And then he has such a and as much as I do hate it that they killed him off. He has such a great character arc Dude, from that, beginning that to end. Right. That yeah. didn't that, that we're made me not heroes. Yeah. No, we're not heroes. We're no not heroes. I didn't run I didn't run away this time, oh, did I, Henderson? Dude, that That's <laughs> honestly one of the saddest Stranger Things moments I think I had. Yeah, yeah it is. It because is. I knew Hopper wasn't dead last season with his whole note. No, no, I was, we all can, knew that. that you was didn't an, know that. See, you thought annoying. he was dead? Okay, fine. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you that this is me. like right up there with Bob. <laughs> I, I was gonna remember. I think you guys that. forget how sad Bob's was. The Bob too. death was sad oh, because Bob, yeah. Bob was bad. Because he made Bob a mistake. Hurt. This was more so a sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. And Bob's was like was total doing. accident and he And Bob was Bob's so was likeable. way more gruesome. Way more dude, getting eaten alive by your flesh being ripped off from same, you. Same thing happened with Eddie, but you just don't see it. Not I as guess. much. Yeah. No. Yeah. But it did hurt. I will say it hurt. Um, a theory for um Eddie is that he will return. I don't think. He Have won't. you guys heard about the theory yeah. of the vampire cause? No, but well, I, I do explain. I do have I have heard the theory around Eddie coming back to uh, Eddie still being alive. Share it. Share so it, go. So go the ahead. theory goes out, and actually the actor. Whose name is it's not, it's, uh, Joseph Quinn? Yeah, Joseph Quinn Joseph tweeted Quinn. out um, this tweet. Doja Basically, Cat? in the beginning, yeah, he's got beef with Dojo Cat. Apparently, no, no, it's no, no, it's just snap. No, snap. Oh, no, well, snap. Okay. Anyways, this theory in the beginning of the first episode when they have their D and D game, and there's that new big bad who's Vecna. Season one is Demogorgon. I like that callback to the beginning of yeah, season yeah. one. Um, basically. When he introduces, hey, the main villain is Vecna in their D&D campaign, um, everyone's like, he's dead. We thought Vecna was dead. He was killed by Koss. And then he says, no, Vecna lives. So he tweeted out, Koss was a human vampire that used a sword and a shield. And Eddie was killed by bats while using a sword and shield. And then just said, dot, 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 winky face, and that's it. So a lot of people are thinking... Maybe they'll bring him back and he'll have, you know, 
some part to do in the upside down oh, that's or that that's interesting uh, that's interesting. i feel like it was just an illusion to show what he was going to do and technically vecna he didn't die oh. but they did kind of all do the same thing and kill him at Possibly. the same time yeah. when he was using that yeah i don't know i don't but, know i mean like, i would could, love it. it could be that yeah per- personally i think if they do bring back eddie you know what's funny is because I got so mad that they killed him off, but I feel like if they do, if you take that back now, just because of how popular the character got, that's such a cop out. It is a cop out. That is a it's cop such, out. It's such a cop out. You should not do that. Fake killing yeah. characters is the worst thing. In especially, shows. especially how, oh, yeah. well, especially, Hopper. especially how like yeah. well that character death was too. That's easily the most emotional character death Stranger Things had. Yeah. I'm not counting Hopper because he didn't die. Well, I think yeah. I think Bob's up there too. Yeah, Bob but the thing, but, but this think, was more meaningful. For yeah, sure. well, yeah, because one Bob, like what you said, Jack, it was a mistake. Whereas Eddie, you know, he it was a sacrifice. He knew yeah. what he was going in for. It was yeah. definitely a lot yeah. more. And Billy's was, I mean, you just saw the potential with this character, <sighs> but they kind of ruined it. Like they didn't, they didn't yeah. give a, a proper build up. Yeah, you're which right. Would have been much. No, you're right about been that. Much better. That's which one of my. That which was my main complaint about season three that they didn't use Billy enough. And I thought Eddie was like, you know, or well, they used Billy a lot Billy in the wrong way. You yeah, think? well, no, in my okay, so he had a my, lot of screen time. Well, in the beginning, in the beginning, my my big thing. Uh, you can go back to our episode. So uh, when we originally reviewed season three, but I'm we just actually go never did. Shortly, we never did. No, nope. Jack oh. and I recorded, but we never dropped it. No oh. way. Remember? Oh yeah. Okay, I, I, I remember recording house. it. Okay, well, well, then I'll go Wait, over my biggest gripe for season three because it relates to Billy, which was my original thought was with, with Billy and what it was advertised is that uh, the mind flare was going to control Billy and Billy was going to be the main antagonist the entire season of season three. Mm-hmm. Like he was the main catalyst. He was the first one controlled by the mind flare. So that's how it's going to happen. And obviously that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in the first three episodes. He's used he's used a lot. But then after those he's, three, yeah. he's gone. He's pretty much gone. And then he comes the back end. until he, Star comes, he comes back at the end. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. It's just, it just felt like a, the redemption felt empty. Yeah, yeah. I do agree. Yeah. That was my, one of my biggest complaints for three, two was yeah. he had such a strong, you know, entry for him being the antagonist through, uh, with the mind flare using him. But then like midway through that season, they just kind of dropped them and then it wasn't until star court the battle of star court when they really did yeah. that which is yeah. cool we got vector because that was the then that was our yeah that was the that was a way of like you know having an that actual like that's still a big grip for me a season three and that's probably gonna say but it's it, it is good to see that through like someone like eddie so someone who who does admit that he's a coward but yeah. you know what when it came time came he stepped up yeah see were you gonna say something jack no, I, I think this is a good spot to pivot to the uh, the death conversation. Yes. Because it's all I've been hearing about. I've been hearing from other people talking mm-hmm. about the show. Like, really was expecting this, death. They're not, like, brave enough to actually kill these characters. I'm going to yeah. Jack on this one. Well, no, no, I, I don't agree with any of this. Basically, no, no, I'm going to agree with what your point is going to be. Oh, you know my, you know yeah, my. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Well, Basically, well, I, I'm thinking, like, let's get into this conversation. I will be the voice of those people you're hearing from because I do have a problem with, I agree you know, with they introduce characters just to kill them off, which, yes, it's emotional, but I think it's a cop-out because they really don't want to kill off characters so they can continue writing their show and just, you know, more season, 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 season. They're saying season five is going to be a finale, I don't think that it will be personally. I think. I think for the main timeline, yeah. I, I think, think for all. Do, I, I think, think for most of these spinoffs, characters. is there like possibly? 
But, you know, we, we definitely thought that this season might be the finale or the climax of the story. You know, obviously killing people off, but that didn't happen. And multiple times, you know, we thought Hopper died. Forget about season one. We thought Eleven straight up died. She basically did in our minds. Um, but then they brought her back. Um, so I, I do have a little bit of problems with that. Like, it's emotional scenes. They are emotional scenes, but... Bob's not back. When you bring them... Like I said, characters you introduce just to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I just... I don't like it. Yeah, and to go, I'm I agree with Ryan because I will say that the Duffer Brothers have a like an un I don't want to say it's an unhealthy habit, but like they just don't have like the gall to kill off these main characters, and so what they do is just they bring in these enjoyable, these likable, enjoyable uh, one season characters like Bob, Alexi, Eddie. But what they do oh, in Alexi. the end, Alexi well, was the season three version. Yeah. yeah. So, but so, but what they do in the end is that they kill them off, and they don't kill off these. They don't kill off the main characters. Legacy because, characters. Yeah, because they're a, either they're afraid to, yeah. or because of plans. I think in they're the future, saving it for the end. Or, well. or I mean, are they really like going to kill off five characters in the end? I but know. yeah, I, I think they will. No, I, I think they. I, I think eleven will die. If I, I have a theory about. We that. should get I, into this later. Yeah, but because oh, yeah. I, but, yeah, kinda, but let, yeah, yeah, let me. But to I do agree with Ryan. I think they do. It's a it's a cop out. And you know what? This also goes into what happened at the end of season four. And I'm going to mention because this is about deaths. Is that literally eleven force healed uh, Max? Oh, I, that I was thought, so bad. I thought that I thought I, I they probably do have a plan and what they're going to do with it or whatever. But consequences. I will say this. I don't like it. I think it's a cop out because they didn't lose one of the kids. And you know what? I was someone who didn't like Max. I never really liked Max. I don't know if any of you guys did, but I didn't. And so uh, she had such an emotional death. Like, it was so good and well handled. But then, like, I was, like, actually, I was like, wow, this is, like, this is some really emotional, this is an emotional Like, scene. they actually think, did it. Yeah, and they actually did yeah. it. And what did they do? They just turned to a potato. I think... <laughs> Max Max's involvement with Vecna and the Upside Down actually made Vecna feel less intimidating because with everyone he encounters, they die. But when it comes to Max, you'd be fine because you're a main character. So it just feels like anytime you're dealing with Vecna with the main cast, no, no, no sweat. You're gonna be fine. Yeah, that's the vibe that I felt after that season. Yeah, no, I agree. I actually, Ryan, I agree with you hundred percent. It just makes it feel like the there's no consequences in what this villain does. Like yeah. even like even after like he literally broke Max's all of her limbs, blinded her. He also ripped yeah. the whole and like Hawkins. what you know, yeah. Nance, Nancy, that guy and got Steve. Cut in half. Nancy and Steve yeah. were just being that strangled against a wall for funny. thirty minutes, and they're cool. Oh, let me run up the stairs, then shoot. Oh, him. that's that's like not thirty minutes. That's dude. plot. No, maybe he, I don't know. Like no, that's that's plot though. It I do, felt I like thirty minutes because the entire, like that entire well, sequence was sequence felt thirty minutes, but because they were telling four different stories over the course of thirty. I minutes. guess yeah, yeah and you can just say it's happening all at the same time. It's all happening. Yeah, it's happening. But all I will the same say time. I do. I I understand that. Keep going, Ryan, because I'm gonna come in hard after this. Okay, last thing I'll say in terms of killing both coming in, not killing people off. I think. The reason I don't like that and why I obviously feel like it, you know, doesn't have stakes or emotional ties because I think it ruins characters. Steve, you know, has been our long, long time favorite character, amazing character arc in season one, season two, even Great. season three. Well, season three, he was just really fun banter with Dustin. Yeah, um, and then this season, you know, he has some of those. I just felt like his character was kind of pushed to the side on the back burner just because everyone loves him. They want to be careful with him. 
They don't want to do anything too reckless. And instead, instead of doing something crazy, like with Eddie, but with Steve, like the scene when he opens up about, hey, I want to have a family one day, then dies in front of Nancy. Like, how emotional would that be? But they just don't have the balls to do it. Maybe it's they're saving. We were expecting it too. Maybe I, they're saving it for season five. I will. I, don't know. I I will say this. I think going into season the finale, I think for me personally, I think I had. It, it, it's I say it's my fault. I think I had too much expectations for character deaths, and uh, I I honestly I knew that they weren't going to kill Steve, um. But like I I thought someone from the main cast was going to die. And even someone who feels like the safest to die, which uh, it being Max, uh, they still couldn't do it. I just hope right now, I don't know what they're doing with her in the future. I don't know if there's going to be, a, if there's any repercussions, I'm going to take this all back. But if there's not, I think it is. or if they, if they yeah. don't do it in a good way, then the, plan, the complaint's going to still the same. But I still, like, I, I 100% agree with Ryan that, yeah. like, if these villains, like, no matter what they do, if it's the main, if it's, it involves the main cast, something's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I think the main reason with the Duffer brothers, what would happen to Hopper too? That's another example. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, getting chased by Hopper. I, would say I that wonder is what's going to happen. That Hopper's fake death, I think, annoyed me the most more than anything. Because mm-hmm. I did think that was cop out. I've seen tons of TV shows; it's the same deal over and over again. And I did think that was cop out, but I do think their main intention is to have the original group at the finale. And I think I, I think how the story's going, I want that to happen. I don't want to mm-hmm. lose all of them by the time it's season five, and then who, who's left? Like no, Mike? I, no, no. Oh, they're trying. They're trying to. They're <laughs> not, trying to piece it together to be like an Avengers yeah. ending. They I want know, it to be like yeah. all of them standing together one last time. But I'm like I'm saying it. Cool. But even if it's the safest character, who's not? Saying, who's not the OG? He's not an OG. She's not an OG. It's still the safest character you can call if you can't even do that. That's what I'm saying. All right, that's my. Here's point. my take. There's I like that she didn't die. It actually raises the stakes. It actually raises the stakes because when you when you just kill someone off, it is actually a cop out. Killing them off. Yeah. It's actually I it's, hate it. it's an emotional moment, but then there are no there's nothing um, there's no emotional connection following. You can't use that character anymore. However, if you were to like wound someone or brutally uh, le- leave somebody with consequences, yeah. it actually enhances the story. Things yeah. like I'm gonna give you examples. Empire Strikes Back could easily have killed Han or Luke. They oh, didn't yeah. save them both, They're leave them both down. intact. But they do. Luke loses an arm. How emotional is that experience? And then they use that as as an emotional piece in the finale of that trilogy. All I'm going to say is, I I really like the Max storyline this season, and I think it's awesome that they did bring her back to I life. It shows that Eleven's powers are like on a super level. Like it's it's unparalleled, um, and I think that the connection between Max and Lucas has just been really developed well this season. And then like their idea to go to a movie is super, like it's fun and it's quirky. But then her okay. now being potentially like paralyzed and blinded, oh, yeah, she'll never see a movie ever again. And like her connection Sick. with Lucas is gonna be great next season. Mm-hmm. I just think like. There's opportunities with characters yeah. to do stuff like that and not necessarily kill I, them. Yeah, but I, I understand. I, I, hang on, I understand your guys's frustration with not like with killing her and then unkilling her. Mm-hmm. I get that. I, I think. Oh, let Devin go. You, you okay. guys have talked a lot. I think. <laughs> I what I hate a lot, and I I hate that. 
a lot of people have become obsessed with this is that the biggest spoiler always has to be whose character's death is it. And when the narrative is so wrapped up and just building up to that, it's just like now all we care about in the big story beats, who dies? Yeah. Who dies? Mm. Who's the big, who dies? biggest character? Oh, dang. I'm sorry. What a loss. I'm like, I hate when Walking Dead overdid that. They did overdo that. And yeah. that was the only thing you cared about from whenever. It's just like, oh. And then by the end of the series, who do I care about here again? It's just a new character, new set of characters all over again. The mm-hmm. only TV show I know mm-hmm. that actually did that very well was Scott season one to six. I don't even watch the show. I'll agree with that. Yeah, at least they did that's that. What's, that's did what's poisoned our minds. But it's just like we're so yeah, obsessed with the big spoiler being the death. Yeah, where I think it can be more interesting if we have like, as Max and as an example, what she can deal with after the effects mm-hmm. can be more interesting than what her character was before. Yeah, because you had that consequence. Mm-hmm. And I'm just using that as an example. But like, I mean, honestly, I thought Steve was a goner because the way all the scenes were. Oh, we're going to have this emotional scene with yeah. Nancy. Yeah. Okay, he's dead. I actually thought it was a little bit more bold with Eddie because he was a new, fresh character, unlike Steve. That was a huge fan fate. Everyone's pissed now. Yeah. Because now they want him back. Yeah. And they yeah. could have just kept him, killed off Steve, and like, if they would have killed off Steve and kept Eddie, would you would you be equally upset? I still would have been pissed, yeah. I think... Um, yeah, I would, and it wouldn't have mattered. I agree with you guys that... Keeping a character who doesn't die adds just adds more to the story. However, I think sometimes we forget that season one, Barb died, and season two, Nancy <laughs> de- dealt with the repercussions of that. The whole reason her and Steve broke up was because she felt that Steve didn't care that they killed Barb. Um, and that literally was what broke them up. If Nan- if Barb was still alive, that wouldn't oh, happen. Um, and I think, I think... That's a good point. I think that if... Um, Max died. Lucas would have been suffering from tremendous I do guilt that. and trauma, and that would have only built up his character. True. Um, so I do think that sometimes character deaths build up certain characters you want to lift up. I um, and I think Max was one of the weaker characters, and Lucas. What? We all admitted we loved Lucas. I think most people liked Max the most. Dude, this uh, really? I don't agree really? with that. Max was I one of my favorite characters people, this season. Uh, I've heard a lot of people loved Max. Maybe I shouldn't say anything. I, I was just very sorry. I am with a character. I am. I guess I'm a rare Max hater. Yeah, me too. People love Max. People I are, actually. I people like are the actually, most this season. People on Twitter are actually furious that she wasn't nominated for like supporting actress. Oh well, I'm good. Really? She wasn't. Um, <laughs> 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 oh just a side hey. just a side note on barb uh i true true barb that's true, my I don't true care. story i think it was episode eight where like it was the flashback with nancy where Vecna clapping me, me and devin laughed when we saw barb <laughs> thank god i need to show one, her ugly one, head again come on and she's rotting too i was so happy <laughs> and at story. that point see like what i'm saying is i was satisfied at that point they didn't need to do anything more than that. <laughs> I'm glad. Just show, I'm happy. show dead Barb. I'm happy. Yeah, just show dead Barb one more time. Barb was so annoying. Dude, she was like, ah. she really, you know, she was really only in one episode. Still, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, I was so annoyed. Like, oh, why'd you kill off Barb? No, thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> Killing Barb was she probably... survived, Hawkins would have fell so long ago. <laughs> oh, my Killing gosh. Killing off Barb was probably the best thing they did in Stranger Things. I, yeah, no, yeah, I, I think agree. that was a character death needed <laughs> i think stranger it. things does it, they set their stakes pretty high which other shows do that very similarly like walking dead 
Like they set it in a world that is very dangerous. Game of Thrones mm-hmm. set in a world that's yeah. very dangerous. Set uh, Stranger Things. There are monsters in this world, and so like our expect and they they set the expectation that characters do die. Mm-hmm. Whether it's like people in laboratories, people in armies, or like policemen, it's like this is happening. But then, like when there's all of this danger set as an expectation, but then none of that danger actually touches the sacred elements of the show, like the characters. That's where, that's where it does feel um, like there's lost opportunities. Yeah. Like it takes Vecna five minutes to, it does take a long (laughs) ass time to kill Vecna. It takes his time with Max. With Max. With Vaccine. (laughs) Maxine. Maxine. Yeah. Time is up, Max. Max. It just reminds me of those types of villains who are like, Normally they they kill their they do the monologue their prey in like oh, two dude. seconds. Dude, the iconic villain monologue. I, I love them. Love it. With Vecna? No, I'm just saying. Any- in general. Oh, oh, like just in- stalling. With anything. Yeah, with anything. <laughs> so true. I really want to so do a giraffe. Well, I think you me the monologuing. main reason. I mean, yeah, that the obvious reason is is because of that. But at least it, it made sense within the world because she's the only one who knew this was coming. And Vecna was a thing. Max? When this, when this happened, yeah. Oh, yeah. And the only one that knew how to combat it. Yeah. And he wanted to take her time because this was one of L's closest friends. And L was there. He wanted to sh- yeah. like, he wanted, flex on her. He didn't want to just kill her. He knew he could kill her. But he wanted to make her suffer. Oh, man. I really did like the, the, the setting of being at the snowball That was dance sick. When she showed up. And shattering the that dance. That was badass. L was badass. Elle is so dope. Samuel Kim version Dude, of Run epic, Up That Hill. Oh, so oh, good. Yeah. So That's good. That's crazy. You know, actually, I, re- I rewatched that- the finale and um, the scene where she's talking to Lucas, where she's basically describing one of her like favorite moments and memories that she has is the snowballs. Snowball dance. And that's what she obviously. ran to, and that's what she goes to, and you know the final climb. Oh yeah, because he goes like, "Was I there?" He- yeah. Oh. Ran to the light. Yeah. Ran to the light. And I yeah. think they set up in a way. I don't know. Was it just me, or was like something like L did was like trippy because she was reacting so weird when they were talking about Max getting revived or whatever. Like she did something that made it worse. Oh yeah, she changed her gender. I'm pretty sure. You well, think? she turned. Yeah. She turned her into potato. Yeah, that's the real reason. Oh, like she's only in, reason. Oh, wait, I don't. I didn't catch this. Yeah, she yeah, had that, it. That's, that's why she end. didn't tell the I think boys why she was the one who oh. you know got her heart started again. I think it was because of regret. <laughs> I think it's because of to regret. To let Max die. Well, that she look, didn't. Well, look, she well, didn't well, okay, <laughs> well, okay, we'll look at her. She well, couldn't what, what, save what her she friends. Do? nothing exactly no but it was very <laughs> mysterious on how she brought her back to yeah, life they, i will they set that yeah. up in a way like that could be she'll that definitely be have consequences for that yeah which i that's why i was interested when max didn't die but i don't know for me i know there yeah i do agree with you guys on that i think i just honestly i just want to see them all at the end and then that's when i'll save the big heroic yeah i mean it's gonna Eldine be steve in the end be, 
who it, dies. It, it, oh, hundred percent. Uh, yeah, I think Elle's just gonna get trapped in the. She's gonna sacrifice herself to close the upside down. And oh, she, and she her being in the upside it, down. Yeah. She closes it from the inside. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. That's an awesome theory, but they did that at the end of season one. That was the finale of season one. <laughs> but she did it on the other side. But this time, like, she stole. This finale of season one is she gets stuck in the upside down. This time, she's gonna call the vacuum guy. And she will never be seen again. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Better Call Saul that's reference? A, that's the Breaking Bad reference. The, oh yeah. The vacuum guy. Oh yeah. He's yeah. at work. Sorry. I've, it's been a while. He's too yeah. busy going on dates. <laughs> yeah, watching no, Elvis no, and no rewatching. Jet. No Jack time. It's no time for Stephen me. King. No yeah. time for Say me, brother. obsessed with Stephen King. She does like that's the anonymous person we're right talking now. about. Yeah, does like Stephen King. All right, boys. Um, I feel like we've been recording for a while. We got yeah. a lot of content here. Do we need to do a draft or no? No. no. You want to no. talk about your? But yes, that was a that was rhetorical, right? <laughs> well, I, I really <laughs> wanted to like do a draft, very like a weird kind of draft, like. Well, we can do the all how about, things. How about all characters? things season four, and then like right. <laughs> my um, first pick was gonna be like oh Kate Bush. My my first pick <laughs> is seeing Barb dead again. <laughs> you idiot! That was mine. <laughs> All right, you're up. Oh well, I don't know. You you just took my old answer, Ryan. Just go. <laughs> um, I really liked the um, what's his name? The new character Argyle or Argyle is his name? Argyle. the Dutch on the left yeah, yeah, yeah. side. Argyle hotboxing it. Yeah, he was awesome with the Mormon. I thought that was really cool. Oh. Hotboxing it. Yeah. What yeah. do they call their weed? It's like. It's like a certain strand. Yeah, or it's like, it was, it was like purple something or yeah, the tree. I don't remember what it the was. tree of life. I like the Russian guy. The um, wait, um, Peanut Man or Dimitri? The no, not Yuri. I'm <laughs> talking about Dimitri. I'm talking about uh, Hopper's friend, Dimitri. Yeah, he's cool. He's cool. I like him a lot. His name's Dimitri. Dimitri is a man now. Dimitri. Dimitri. I didn't even know his name was Dimitri. What do they say? Purple palm tree delight. Uh, American. Uh, yeah, you got you got the big big balls, American. <laughs> yeah, he was a good character. They're on my face. He picture? was also in Game of Thrones, the man with no face. face. Oh, the faceless man. One of my favorite characters. What? Get out of here! You know you don't face. believe that. All right, all right. Second round of the draft. Okay. All right. Will's haircut. Oh, oh, what? Oh, that, was, that was my pick. That's the negative draft. Oh, okay, fine, <laughs> fine. Draft. All right, fine. Uh, We're writing this down. Uh. Nancy's modded shotgun. <laughs> That's modded. pretty high. Oh yeah. Ooh. Oh, I wait, gotta wait. No, no, no. Yeah, it's I my turn. Wait. Yeah, it's, it's my it's turn. Snake now, draft. Ryan. Wait, snake draft. So I go next. Wait. When did we say it was snake? Whatever. Draft? Whatever. Never we'll go snake. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. We'll okay. So uh, my next. <laughs> <laughs> so I just feel like I needed a bar gun. <laughs> All right. Uh, my next pick. <laughs> <laughs> I broke Ryan again. <laughs> my, uh, I can't remember. Has anyone got uh, any double A's? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do. Um, my next pick is uh, uh, Will showing Mike his nice painting. <laughs> that was. It was. So we all know stupid. what was. What? <laughs> hey, no, I'm playing. It was an acrylic paint. That no, is really difficult I'm to work with. I would know. It was oil. Okay. Was it oil pastel? I don't know. It was thick. The might scene have, <laughs> might have been oil pastel. The scene with Max floating for the first time because it created so many good memes. It did. It did create it a lot of good memes. There were so many good memes with that. There needs to be a Twitter account that just like changes the music to the scene of her like lifting up. The, the one that killed me the most was the NFL theme. 
wait. It was all distorted too. People did that with the last dance. Last dance, Doc and Red The last dance. The scene of Michael Jordan like listening to the music on the bus. Oh yeah. People were doing that. And my second pick will easily be when Eddie played Master of the Puppets guitar solo in the Upside Down. That was so many amazing. I was by Metallica. That was an amazing scene. That was cool. But uh, actually, fun fact on that, I actually just found this on my Instagram feed. The actor, Joseph Quinn, actually does know how to play that yeah. riff on the electric guitar. He's so cool. Yeah. I want to see him in so much more oh, stuff. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. That makes it Did even more badass. Did anyone see him in any other thing before? He's in Game of Thrones. Eddie? Yeah, he is. Okay. Eddie Munson. I feel like just everybody is. Yes. A lot shorter hair. I didn't know. I didn't notice until... Uh, I'll look it up. Who does he play? I've like some extra probably i forgot dude why is such a good actor though so i'm looking he at fits Iggy. so well in the 80s like that oh yeah he's just like, some he ju- it just looks like it came out in the 1980s people are oh he's in now. the he's in the north in the the night's watch oh he's in the night's watch he's cool all right jack what's all right, your, round three all right your prick oh jack wants to leave he closed his computer <laughs> it's oh, almost no. bedtime yeah your melita melita or the helicopter. Oh, yeah. Yuri's uh, yeah. bird. Bye, yeah. bird. Burn the rough. Little bird? My, my, pick, my third pick is anytime Mike got shit on. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> anytime. God, I hate that guy In now. general. In yeah. general. Mike sucks. Mike's, Mike's actually Mike's, like the Mike's worst character. Mike's and he was one of the best ones in the first season. No, he wasn't. He was still a simp in the first season. The first yeah, season? Yeah, but yes. at least you liked him Yes. Though. He was such a simp in the first season. Yeah. He literally broke up the boys over 11. I will say Dustin, the first season. Dustin was definitely the best in the first season. Dustin's Dustin. always my fave. Dustin's always he's been so the best. He's so likable. Eh, season two, he's kind of annoying with Dart, the demi-dog. Oh, God. That oh, was that's annoying. Kind of annoying. That's, yeah. a bad, that's a bad line, storyline. Yeah, I will Dartanian. say. D'Artanian? Like, yeah. The Sometimes you forget their, the kid's storyline in the beginning of season two was trying to find a little... Toad, <laughs> the Halloween. That that was connected to the upside down. Definitely oh, anyways, is, um, although I do agree with Ryan, it's not the best uh trailer sound um song, but separate ways being Ooh. mixed was so sick. I love separate it. ways was good. It was great. That's how they ended part one. It fits so well the, the, with separate ways, or did, mm-hmm. is that how they ended the first or episode eight? Episode eight it ended. Episode eight when they're um they just got all fully geared up. Oh, when to they're go ready the to go. Oh, yeah. that, that was that was sick. so sick. Got so many chills, chills everywhere. There were a lot of great visuals this season. Like oh, season so four good. really was was excellent. I just I loved it. <gasps> what you're going next, so you get to say it. My last. Is this the last one of the draft? Ooh, no, wait. Let we me, get let me do one more. We'll do two oh, more. Two, oh, yeah, two more. Two five, more rounds. Two rounds. <laughs> Are we writing these down? I remember, no. I remember no. mine. Okay. I do remember my picks, though. Uh, Anyways. I I do. I'll text them later. My last pick, or I guess third pick, to last. is the John Wick-style gunfight scene when the FBI I'm tries to him. abduct Mike and That was so boys. out of blue, and it felt With so With that one cool. random hero yeah, guy. that was so good. That was amazing action, one shot. Which yeah. so much better than John Wick. Uh, oh. Over to you, Jack. 
Wait, I'm like confused what you were just saying. The it's when the government raids the house to kidnap Mike or terminate Mike, Will, and Jonathan. Oh, they're the two agents. Eleven, like, kick ass. That one agent just kills. He, that he was goes, crazy. Like he goes ham. That was Mango's, well done. Yeah, yeah. Seven and zero. Okay, yeah, round four. Stash. Round four. Um, Nancy. Actually, eleven. Leaving Hopper. Oh. Eleven, eleven. Leaving Brenner. And like, oh, it was nice. I guess. know, no, not that. That was actually wasn't that crazy. Eleven okay. reuniting with Hopper, maybe? No, I, I'm oh, trying to. I'm trying to reference like the way that she brought down the helicopter. That was like one of my. Favorite that was scenes. so cool. Oh, that All right, yeah, helicopter explosion. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. All right. Okay. Mine is when. Uh, oh, you know, I was gonna say when Eleven ducked that bitch in the oh, in the I skate was round. Say that too, yeah. oh! but, but this, but I'll replace it when the fucking basketball player got ripped in half from the upside. Oh, that was so funny. Jason? That's that's my yeah. Jason. It was the it's more funny because it was in like a pan shot showing yeah. like the crack happening in Hawkins. But and I, he was just a part I, of it. I, I could just, yeah. I could just I could just imagine him slightly waking up and was like ah. Oh. <laughs> it was so funny. I want to make a gif of that. <laughs> it was. That is, gets cut in half. <laughs> That's that's my fourth pick because he was a dickhead. <laughs> he didn't die. Dude, he I hate it. Right? He was just like on the ground. Yeah. And then he's... it opened and then he didn't like, move. Ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. Him dying is fourth pick. Down. Over to you. <laughs> oh shoot! I don't know. So I would say my pick this one was when uh, Mike, um, after the whole battle ends, and. Uh, he reunites with uh, Eleven, and you just see uh, Will in between them, and I just see his silhouette with his haircut. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing I laughed out loud. <laughs> He's just watching it like, damn, that could be me. I could kiss this hot mouth. But it was just so funny that they had to put Will just like just seeing his silhouette with his bowl cut in the background of that. The, them reuniting they're like oh my god i thought i lost you he's <laughs> just in the background yeah, in between. actually i vividly remember i'm gonna that. find that part because that was hilarious ryan your fourth pick i would say steve getting pulled into the upside down was a great moment where i thought oh my god this is gonna happen episode ends with him getting absolutely eaten alive and then Dang. uh very quickly i realized oh no he's gonna be fine that sounds like a complaint Nah, favorite Next moment. Pick. No, no, it was a great moment until it wasn't. So, no. Okay. Over to you, Jack. Mm-hmm. So you like you liked him like swimming down. Yeah, I, I liked I liked the ending where I'm like, okay, oh yeah, he might actually die. My and that uh, was it. actually funny. My my pick Dang, in well. the fifth, my last pick in the fifth round comes from the same episode. Oh, but actually, it's uh, it, I'm picking Steve's chest hair. <laughs> Steve's chest hair, number nice. five. Oh, Steve's chest Steve's hair was good. Steve's overgrown, bushy chest hair. Sad. Yeah, that was nice. Very macho man. All right. Well, um, my fifth pick has nothing to do with the show, but with the actors. It is Noah Schnapp's beef with Doja Cat. Oh, that is my fifth. That's, nice. that's my fifth pick. That's good. Uh, just to inform the users, uh, Doja Cat reached out to Noah Schnapp wanting um, Joseph Quinn's Instagram. And Noah Schnapp was like, you DM him. And he just gave her Instagram. And then he just posted this, you know, her with his DMs with her on his story saying, 
ah, she thirsty. And then Doja Cat's like, so unbelievably pissed at a 17-year-old boy <laughs> yeah. that he wouldn't post this on his Instagram. <laughs> he probably thought it was just a joke or something. Yeah, yeah and then I mean, it I looks would. like like something like that. And then I, I just seen Doja just Cat. seeing the memes. Doja Cat. Just seeing the memes alone have just absolutely killed me. So that's that's my last pick. Like I said, Will can't catch a break. Will can't catch a break. <laughs> Not catch a break. Um, I was going go to you. semi-serious one with the uh, with Will turning into with the chills. They got the very <laughs> oh, when he felt the Holy Spirit you know, back in Hawkins. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> speaking tongues. Um, he just goes, oh, no, no, no. Oh no, that was. I'll probably go with. Um, just anytime Eddie yells, I enjoy. This is music. Yeah, that is nice. No, when he jumped into the water screaming, I was that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one we've forgotten to mention is Lucas's career advancing game winning buzzer oh, beater. Game winning buzzer oh, beater. Oh, yeah. Can we put in an audible mention eight? of how great his flat top is? Oh, it was dude. so my man was, it was clean. Like compared, like compare that with like Will's bowl cut. Oh, oh my god! It was like comparing like chess the checkers. It, it's, yeah, it's, it's not too good. Close. Yeah, Lucas looked really good this season. And they were his whole character design. D bags to him in the beginning of the yeah, season. Like just just, just go to his, go his game. game. Support him. Just man. go to his game. I know. No, dude, D and D is way more important than the varsity's like and finals was game. Just yeah. trashing on Will the season before. For still wanting to play D and D, and now <laughs> so true. And now it's like well, all he has. Well, now because his girlfriend's gone, so now he has nothing but D and D. Because Mike's literally the worst character. He is. Season season yeah. one. Actually, this this will be my round five pick. Just ranting about Mike. Over to you, Jack. <laughs> I no, think we're done. I think that's oh, we're it. Done? That's that was it. it. Done. That was it. That was it. Oh. That was it. Are you happy with your last pick? Because you can redo it if you want. My last pick was the buzzer beater. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's an awesome pick. That was great. Tidbit, Ryan, tidbit. All right, uh, I forgot what my picks were, so. All right, all right, guys. Well, great discussion. We finally did a Stranger Things episode. Finally. That was yep. great. I loved it. It's late. I need Another. To go. Yeah, you need to go. Dude, it's so, 10 o'clock. Oh, is it really? Are you going to be okay, Jacko? Oh, my, oh my God. I need, I need to get home, and I need it's to go to bed. Ta- wait, is it? Yeah, it does. Revenge does wonders on the will to live. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly because I got two tummies. So I survived. Chicken soup for the soul does a lot in the hospital bed. <laughs> well, um, no, anyways. The death of duty, duty is the death God, of love. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, beside that point, um, anyways, guys, thank you for listening to the pod. And as always, send feedback. Please! Did you guys know that the <laughs> real reason why Vader worked with Boba Fett the most and had him by his side and kept hiring him as a bounty hunter was because he reminded him of Captain Rex, who he served you next to very closely in the Clone Wars you got that as Anakin Star Skywalker. Star. You're not a dog. Everyone was sending that freaking meme. <laughs> Dude, I, I spent like a 10 minute explanation. Best, best gag. Oh. Gag in the group chat. You know, I'm going to oh, find it yeah. and send it again. I think that was when Austin was still permitted. <laughs> no, no, Austin was still in the group chat, no, yep. Because I think three people sent it. He's the one. Sent it. I sent it, and then well, at the, first, Austin sent it, 
And then I think I think even you sent it. I sent it, and then it just turned into a meme. <laughs> and then we all just kept well, sending it. Well, it's just because we kept finding it because so many Star Wars accounts po- posted that too, it. That too, that too. So it was everywhere. And we all sent it at the same time. Wait, wait, guys. Wait, wait. Hear me out. You think the reason why he kept hiring Boba Fett was because he sounds like Rex? Yeah. It is Rex. He's I would the have clone to believe version. The, yeah. Yeah, that's what that's wait, what, what the theory says. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to get... I don't know if I actually fully understand until now. I think... Wait, really? I was telling them earlier that I mean, yeah. I'm going to get that exact meme template, and then I'm going to put that in the bathroom. I might actually get that tattooed on my back. You just took your shirt off. Yeah. I'm definitely going to quote that <laughs> meme. Here. I'm going to take it back. Oh no, I have I have heavy uh, chest hair. I just want to curl up in there like a kitten. Oh, yeah, cozy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>